live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. Everybody, you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is live from America, and I am your ever so humble, God fearing, and God loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, broadcasting from this live free or die. And I really feel that way, Granite State of New Hampshire. And I am honored, I am blessed by God to be here with my producer, producer Eli, and to be giving you the truth every single day, Monday through Friday twice a day and the gospel in the mornings no better way to start a network than by starting with the gospel somebody made some homemade sicilian food i wish we had that in here eli big shout out to suzanne vermontis god bless you and your family bobby driver is in the building tonight garco is here tommy lance d polon deb polion how you doing 2020 or deb pollen maybe Beanery, how you doing? Thank you for joining in tonight. Bumba is in the building. Rockin' Rev Dean is in the building. Idaho Nana is in the building. Real Carol Leak from Oregon is here tonight. How are you, Carol? It's been a long time. I hope to see you sometime in the future. Irod Carr is here. Nick Ratliff, how you doing? Lost Illinois. And let's give the last big shout out to Bordeaux. Jewelry, big shout out to Bordeaux Jewelry, and it looks like little David's not feeling well, so we uh, we definitely send our prayers to little David. We can um, pray for healing and restoration, uh, healing and restoration to his health and uh, to his spirits. And uh, you know, when we see those little kids that are sick, we just wish we could take the sickness for them. I know you know that feeling, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I have a video that I owe you, so. Without further ado, let's get this party started, shall we? Roll it. It was stolen. Stolen. He's an illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. You know, pretending to be president. Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he didn't. One third of Clinton supporters say Trump election is not legitimate. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. You are absolutely right. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. 
and you can have the election stolen from you. The 2016 election was stolen. Got a nicer way to say that? Say Russia hacked the election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. A little louder, please. Russia hacked our election. That was a 9-11 scale event. This was a kind of cyber 9-11 American cyber institution. 9 yes. Russia hacked our election. Russia, you know, of course, hacked our election here. Half of Clinton's voters believe the conspiracy theory that Russia hacked election day votes. We know that they were into voting roles actual interference with the elections themselves. We know it happened. Despite no credible evidence, 67% of Democrats believe Russia tampered with vote tallies. Hacking the U.S. election. Hacking the U.S. election. Russia hacked our election. The Russians hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russian hacking of our election. Hacking of our, of our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Stolen election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. The universal assessment that Russia hacked our election. 2016. Our Most young Americans consider Donald Trump an illegitimate president. An illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. Why is he illegitimate? He just won an election. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. That's it. I absolutely agree. Experts urge Clinton Kent to challenge election results. We will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. He's an illegitimate president. Russia hacked our election. Russians hacking our election. Hacked our election. Russia hacking our election. I don't see the president-elect as a legitimate president. Trump is an illegitimate president who stole the election. He is not a president. He's illegitimate. And my biggest fear is that he's going to do it again with the help of Vlad, his best pal. It's terrifying. Would you be my vice president for Canada? <laughs> Hillary Clinton voters call to overturn election results. More than 4 million people have already signed a petition on change.org calling for the electors of the Electoral College to, quote, ignore their states, votes, and cast their ballots for Secretary Clinton. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. We are the victims of a bloodless coup. He didn't win the general election. Yo, Electoral College, make Hillary Clinton president, period. Donald Trump is an illegitimate president. <laughs> Dems don't accept Trump as a legitimate president. This wasn't on the level. This election was not on the level. I don't think he's a legitimate president. Our election wasn't legit. He got his victory from cheating. Yes, Trump cheated. Trump cheated the 2016 election. He's an illegitimate president. No validity. No credibility. Mm -hmm. And because of that, anger at what some see as an illegitimate president will not be a peaceful change of power. A number of incidents turned violent. Protesters hurled trash cans, flash bombs, and objects at police. Several officers injured. Protesters threw rocks and smashed windows, leading to more confrontations, injuries, and arrests. The chaotic scene just blocks outside the secure area of the inauguration. If denying election results is extreme now. Yeah. Wow. So let's, let's be really clear. That comparison that you made is just ridiculous. Protests against Donald Trump's election victory surged overnight. And so there you go. And I play that for a reason. I play that for a reason. And that reason is this. If they are going, A, we, we can sit here and say, well, they said it. They did it. They said it. They did it. That's not the angle in which I'm coming at this video today. The reason... Uh, no, Nick, you do what you want on that one. You do what you want on that one. The reason why I wanted to bring this up and show this again was for this reason. If they are going to say that Donald Trump has so much influence over his voters that he can say things that get them riled up 
and that they feel incited a riot, even though Donald Trump only said that for four months because we had actual proof where there was no proof of Russia hacking an election. We had actual proof. We had um, affidavits. We had video footage. We had cell phone pinging. We had real proof, real proof in real time. And Donald Trump said that for four months. They said that for four years. A party that says that they are closer with their constituents than the Republican Party is with their constituents, meaning that the Democrat Party would have more influence and more power over half of the country or just as much as Donald Trump. And for four years, they incited riots. For four years, they spread a CIA ops misinformation disinformation campaign that literally caused death, destruction, murder, burning, looting, all of the above. And they're going to sit here and bring all these BS charges on this guy now because they say he incited a mob. They incited mobs for four years using the power of every network at their disposal. I'm ready for a fight. How about you? If you're ready for a fight too and you're one of the 2,800 people that are watching on Rumble alone, never mind the app or the digital TV platforms, if you're watching here on Rumble, the Rumble app or the web version of Rumble, do me a favor and hit that thumbs up button. I would really appreciate that. Speaking of our app, just to show you guys what it looks like if you've not seen it, if you pull out your phone right now, And go to your Play Store, your Apple or Android Play Store, and type in LFA TV. This comes up. We need everybody to download this app now. It's another form of communication. It's another form of being able to watch the show. And we ask that you give us a five-star review. Now, we only have 58 reviews, and they're all five-star. So go on there and please give us a five-star review on your Google or Apple Play Store and download the LFA TV app today. Also, we're having a major, major sale on LFA TV and JeremyHerald.com. If you go to JeremyHerald.com or LFATV.us, you'll go to the store section and you'll see this. See all these beautiful new things, the LFA TV shirts, the Christ 2024 handbag, the Prey handbags, the, uh, the Christ 2024 shirts, the armor of God stuff, the hand over your heart stuff, the freedom t-shirts and hoodies. But then if you go down here to the huge blowout sale, I know it says all items are $15. It's actually, it's actually 10. Every item in the blowout sale is $10 a piece today. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check those out. It's another form of being able to uh, help support us here at LFA TV and live from America. Now, Let's go and turn our attention to the Lord where we should before we start every show on this August 29th, year of our Lord, 2023. I designed you to be filled with heavenly contents. My love, my joy, my peace. I'm eager to pour out my abundance upon and within you, but it takes time. Focused time with me. That means you and God need that focused time together. You need to speak to him like he's your actual father. And not, you know what I mean? That's how God wants you to talk to him. He also wants you to come very boldly. Come to me and linger in my presence. 
as you wait with me, my very life streams into you. Just by being in his presence, just by having him in your thoughts, quietly meditating. He says, my life streams into you, filling you up with heavenly substance. And I don't know about you, but I don't know any better heavenly stamina or any better stamina and energy than heavenly stamina and energy. Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, and peace, and patience. And Matthew 5.16, in the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven for them. And before you turn out the light, do not rush these moments with me. I am, if you watch Rise Up, you know what we're talking about, filling you with everything that you need. Amen. And, and folks, while we pray tonight, I really, really, really want to uh, have you guys uh, put the people uh, in the hurricane, uh, in the hurricane's way down in Florida and Georgia in your prayers uh, tonight. It's looking really bad down there. And there's a lot of reports coming in that's saying that the professionals and the experts are uh, basically underestimating this storm and labeling it a cat one or a cat two when this There's plenty of uh, evidence that says this is going to hit, and it's going to hit a lot harder. So either way, just make sure you better to have and not need than need and not have. Just make sure that you are safe. Make sure that if you have to leave, leave. I'm sure you guys know that. I don't have to tell you that. You live in in Hurricane Valley, but uh, we're just going to keep you in our prayers as we go to God in Jesus' name. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's right, Jersey says, do not rely on the government. Do not trust nor rely on the government. That is when America has truly fallen. When you cannot trust your own government here in America, America has truly, truly fallen, fallen. Lift up your cups, folks. Let's have our first slurp. All right. Let's get into it. The judge in the January 6th case, very biased judge, by the way, who decided to... uh, Mark, March 4th as the trial date in the January 6th hearing, which would make, you know, Donald Trump's lawyers and his team have to go through 71,000 pages per day, every day, from now until then. 236 hours of document and footage and, 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 and pieces of information to go through every day, all day, in a 24-hour period. Not possible. But anyway, moving on. Judge Chutkin literally compared Donald Trump's January 6th case to the Boston Marathon bombing and 9-11. You want to talk about bias? You want to talk about needing a change of venue? When a judge in, the, in, in a case like this, first of its kind, is popping off and comparing Donald Trump's court case and Donald Trump's court trials and his legal issues to that of the, uh, the, the, the Boston Marathon bombing and 9-11, like, are you kidding me? Investigative uh, reporter Julie Kelly posted an excerpt from the U.S. District Judge for the District of Columbia, Tanya Chutkin, 
discussing ordering a March 4th, 2023 trial date for President Trump. In the case brought by counsel, special counsel Jack Smith over Trump contesting the 2020 election, which you just saw four straight minutes of, but I digress, in which Chutkin compared the Trump trial to those of defendants. Who's it, who are the defendants in the Boston Marathon bombing and the 9-11 terrorist attacks? Who are the defendants? Anybody remember? Was it the Sarnoff brothers? I believe it was for the Boston Marathon bombing. And 9-11, arguably CIA, Middle Eastern operatives running a PSYOPs right here. Not even a PSYOPs, running a terrorist mission right here on the United States soil. I don't think anybody in the world really believes 9-11 is what they say it was anymore. Okay? So the Sarnoff brothers and the terrorists who took down the towers. Regardless if it was a plane or explosives. Chutkin said this. And I quote, the trial will start three years, one month, and 27 days after the events of January 6, 2021. I'm reading verbatim. Trial involving the Boston Marathon bombing began less than two years after the events. And the trial involving Zacharias Musawi for his role in the September 11th attacks was set to begin one year after the attacks. But due to continuances, appeals, and voluminous discovery, it began roughly four years later. So she's defending her decision to set this trial date for March 4, 2024, one day before Super Tuesday, by comparing how long it took for the trial to start for these massive terrorists. This is absolute bullshit. I don't even know. I don't even really have words for this at this point. Not for this judge. Now, again, they're not going to succeed, but I'm telling you what a disgusting disgrace of a judge. Now, I had to get that one out of the way because that one was really bothering me. How she can do that on the record that is now part of court documents. Court stenographer typed it all out. It is literally on the record that she compared Donald Trump's court case that's brought illegally by the January 6th committee's efforts and Jack Smith's and the DOJ's efforts to the Boston Marathon bombing, Sarnoff brothers, and Musawi and the rest of the CIA operatives who took down the towers. Sickening. What a disgusting piece of trash that judge is. Now, moving on, we've got to go back to Hawaii, folks, because... More, more details are developing out of Hawaii. And we really need to stay on top of this because this is going to change every hour, every day for a while, especially based on the secrecy around Lahaina and the way that they're blocking it all off with black fence so nobody can see in and outlawing any drone footage. The electric company, Hawaiian Electric, or you might see it as abbreviated H-E. Put out a statement that Hawaiian officials and the federal government are not being honest with the people of Hawaii. They're claiming that they shut off the power lines hours 
before the Maui fires even started or anybody even knew they were out of control. The government is lying about the power lines, saying that that's what caused it. First, it was natural. First, it was a um, it was natural disasters, right? But then people started saying, wait, in order for this to have happened, meteorologists started chiming in on it. Storm chasers started chiming in on it. They said in order for this to have had to happen the way they say it did the climate stuff, you would have had such a perfect conditions of everything that that didn't really make sense based on the pressure and the storm rolling in and the pressure coming over the mountains. And they're like, and even if it did, why didn't we see a lot of the other stuff that we that you normally see during these kind of storms or these kind of hurricanes? And of course, all the you know, why is in the burn radius? Uh, a car melted to the street, but, you know, 40 feet over here, 50 feet, 60 feet, the grass is green. So the electric company is literally coming out saying, I don't, I don't know how it went. First of all, I don't know how it went from climate change to the electric company. I don't know what caused that shift in blame. But now the electric company is saying, whoa, <laughs> we shut the power off hours before the wildfire started. So we don't know what the heck you're talking about. This is a high-stakes blame game, folks. It's unfolding in Hawaii as we speak, as Hawaiian Electric is truly taking on the deep state here because they are vehemently denying that any, they had any cause or any blame in the recent fires that engulfed, engulfed parts of Maui. Now, the company released a comprehensive statement, like I said, that said we shut the power off hours before the fire started, and I'm willing to bet you not that I'm really ever on the side of some monopolized electric company because we know they all are, but I'm willing to bet you that they have records to back that up or they wouldn't have made a public statement about it. And yes, I want to give a big shout out to Pete Santilli. If you did not get to see Pete Santilli's show right before mine, explosive, probably going to make you mad, definitely need to see it. Maui County has officially filed a lawsuit against Hawaiian Electric. Now, again, you're dealing with two. You're dealing with government entities, and you're dealing with very, very rich, greedy energy companies. But again, I'm willing to bet that because this is going to go to court in a lawsuit, that Maui Electric has every bit of proof that they shut the power off hours before the fire started, and, I'm be, and I would be also w- be willing to bet that the federal government not, didn't know that, A, and didn't care, B, because this is their opportunity. Now, I talked to Derek off, off air and, um, you know, talking just man to man. And like he said last night, he's not a political guy and he's not a conspiracy guy, but he believes this was done. However it was done, however you believed it started, because I know there's a lot of different opinions out there, but he believes that the government is behind it, and it's for a reason. And my reasoning is the 15-minute smart city. I guess time will tell. I guess time will tell. But here's the crazy thing. Landlords, and I know that other LFA TV hosts reported on this today, but Maui residents are now facing evictions from their landlords, which really puts into question You know, the timing of the government's emergency housing proclamation ahead of the fires. But it's not only people that got their homes destroyed, their homes have been destroyed, that are getting evicted. It's also Maui residents whose homes weren't destroyed. 
So what's up with that? Through the government's emergency proclamation, a streamlined process has been put into place to accelerate housing production while maintaining the highest standards of quality. Some residents have described the the proclamation as highly suspicious. Quote, to my knowledge, this was the first emergency proclamation in the country that didn't have a preceding incident, said another local resident during a council meeting. This was just from my knowledge, was just a streamlined development on Maui. And it has allocated all decision-making power to one person the housing officer of the governor, Nanny Medeiros, who's unelected, who can trump every single thing that you do. They're meeting with developers and they're meeting with private landowners. It can be recalled that Hawaii's Democrat Governor Josh Green announced that his administration is actively considering acquiring properties. I showed you the footage straight from the horse's mouth last week. Remember, quote, I've got the quote right here. We played it on, we played the video. Quote, I'm already thinking of ways for the state to acquire the land so that we can put into a work in, uh, put it into workforce housing to put it back into families or make it open spaces in perpetuity as a memorial to the people who are lost. Quote, we want this to be something we remember after the pain passes as a magical place. Lahaina will rebuild the tragedy right now is the loss of life. The bu- what did the guy say yesterday? I don't even know where my wife is. The building can be rebuilt over time, he said. Even the banyan trees may survive, but we don't want this to become a clear space where then people from overseas just come and decide they're going to take it. The state will take it and preserve it first and then sell it to people overseas. However, ladies and gentlemen, Maui residents are saying that they're being evicted by their landlords because their landlords are getting pressure put on them by fed, uh, government officials to, to move these people out so they can rebuild something completely different in their image. Sounds like they're trying to build a god to me. So you can call people like myself or Mike Crispy or Sean Farish or anybody else here a bunch of conspiracy theorists. But I hate to say it, I told you so. From day one, when you do this long enough, you can just start reading between the lines. You can start seeing people's actions, knowing how things line up time and time and time and time and time again. These political hacks and these corrupt individuals, whether they're politicians or not, whether they're elected officials or not, they all act in the same manner. Evil, lying, deceitful pieces of trash. And like I say, every, every, other show we're coming for you we're coming for you now i want to highlight one of our partners here i don't like to say sponsors i like to say partners because ofp farms is truly that a partner they told us to go build our own infrastructures and we did they told us to go take our business take our balls and go home if we don't like it and we did and what came out of that ladies and gentlemen was an entire ecosystem and an entire economy that is self-sustainable and that is autonomous away from these large companies. OFP Farms is one of those companies. We have about 500 other businesses on the America Strong business page on JeremyHarrell.com. But they decided, you know what? I'm going to take a little piece of land. I'm going to take the animals that God provided us with. And not only are we going to make the stuff that me and my family need, We're going to make the stuff that everybody's family needs and can use. 
And once you literally, once you read the ingredients of the of the uh, the the body lotions or the soaps or the deodorants that you're putting on your body and and, and and on your skin, and then you go and look up those ingredients and you realize that those exact ingredients are to be far away from your body, then you'll start realizing, well, this is a health and a safety issue, number one. But then you start using, utilizing and using these natural goat products and you say, I don't ever want anything to ever touch my skin ever again other than this. So it's very, very simple. OFPFarms.com. Promo code LFA15 to get 15% off. And there's the family right there. Meet them. Join them. Join the herd. OFPFarms.com. Promo code LFA15. Big shout out to Denise and Corey. Shout out. Oh, thank you. We got two donations, folks. We got a donation from the real J-Po. Says, love LFA. Thank you for that. We really appreciate that. We know it's hard to give away $25 this time. And Majorva 27, $30. Use where needed. That's $55, Eli, to keep you employed. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, tomorrow... We are going to start uh, giving away more slurp fund money. There's a lot of people out there in need, uh, but sometimes we got to wait for the slurp fund to replenish, and uh, sometimes I need to wait for the Rumble Rant money to come from Rumble. And usually I just put up front because we have a slurp fund, but when that kind of depletes, we got to wait for a little bit. It's been a while, but we uh, we got to get back to helping people. And I think we're gonna I think we're gonna do about ninety five thousand this year, Eli. Maybe even a hundred. That's doing God's work. All right. ACL work, ACLU workers, excuse me. Now, we know that these, com- these agencies like the ACLU, supposed to be a human rights, human you know, activist group that's supposed to be out there looking out for the, the, you know, the, the good of everyone and protecting the rights of everyone. But we all know that the, you know, places like the ACLU and the FBI and the DOJ and all these alphabet agencies, and all, they've all been compromised for decades. I mean, literally decades. You and I didn't know it until about 10 years ago. But they've rooted themselves so deep into our, you know, they talk about institutional racism. Well, we have institutional tyranny. We don't have institutional racism. We have institutional tyranny. That's what we have in this country. And we're going to rid this country of it. We're going to stomp the teeth out of this institution of tyranny that's been really controlling our lives for quite some time. The rights that you and I thought we've had for so long, we never had. Not for a while, anyway. Now, check this out. ACLU workers. Remember when I told you two weeks ago about that election net software infrastructure that was put into place a long time ago and then hijacked by corrupt people who would have known? Well, ACLU workers in Fulton County, Georgia, they had access to that election net software on their personal computers during the election. Investigative reporter Paul Sperry did a FOIA uh, request, a Freedom of Information Act records request, and the records revealed that Fulton election officials in 2020, remember I told you they deputized a hundred or hundreds of anti-Trump Democrats from the ACLU? Well, after finding out that they deputized a hundred anti-Trump TDS Democrats from the ACLU, and gave them power to process ballot uh, information and all that. 
We then find out that they had access, every one of them had backdoor access to this Fed, or what's it called, election net software, which is really controlled by the Feds now, which connects all of the election software machines or or the election uh, voting machines and the software in those voting machines in real time during the election. Mike Lindell has actually spent the last two years telling everybody that, but people have kind of got soft on Mike Lindell and said, he keeps saying the same thing over and over again. No, he's showing you proof. The access given to the ALCU workers is much more significant than just having access to iPads and government computers with ENET access, which is linked to the Secretary of State to process ballot applications and cancel absentee ballots. That's another one that they were probably doing tons of. Oh, Trump cancel, Trump cancel, Trump cancel, Trump cancel. Or Trump switch, Trump switch, Trump switch. More than likely, Trump got the 81 million votes. In a podcast interview with veteran poll manager Bridget Thorne last year, she disclosed a bit more information about the access to the, uh, the ACL, ACLU clerks were given. Most shockingly, the claim that they were able to access ENET on their personal computers. In an interview, she revealed the following. She, the ACLU clerk, told me she was trained the day before she did a Zoom training. I have a laptop for her to use, but they didn't give me the password to the laptop. She was like, oh, that's okay. I'll just pull it up on my personal computer. So she used her personal computer, her personal laptop, and she accessed the entire ENET system and can clear any votes she wanted. This was testimony given. And how many court cases were thrown out because of corrupted judges that didn't want to hear the truth? The truth will never, ever, ever be silenced. So as we continue this fight to the White House, I cannot wait to find out what we unearth about what happened three years ago on this journey. Remember, we've said for the last three years, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. We can fight for the future and expose the past at the same time. We don't need to do one or the other like the Republicans want to do. Just let it lie in the past. Let it lie in the past, they said. Ladies and gentlemen, if you could just do me a quick favor and give me a a rumble, give me a thumbs up on the video, and please share the video. Uh, We appreciate you doing that more than you know. Right now, I'm looking at 1,000 rumbles. Let's get that up to about 1,300 if we can. Now, speaking of election fraud, we know that there's been a lot going on in Michigan. We know that there's been a lot of claims that the police department said that it was said that the police department did a full investigation of all of the voter fraud that went on and the affidavits that were submitted to the police station about different locations where massive voting fraud was happening. And we've been reporting on that for about the last three weeks. But today, breaking news came out from reporter Ben Wetmore that says has a new police report that does verify law enforcement went door-to-door confirming all of the fraudulent Michigan voter registration rings that were going on and confirmed them. A second police report, this time from the Muskegon Police Department, describes the rampant voter fraud in the 2020 election in Muskegon, further confirming the accuracy 
of the reporting earlier this month. Two Muskegon reports, one from local police, one from state police, confirm rampant left-wing election fraud. On August 8th, Gateway Pundit exclusively broke the news that the police report from the Michigan State Police showed that a major effort to fraudulently register over 10 to 12,000 voters in Muskegon, Michigan, prior to the 2020 election was not only caught, but that the investigation into the well-funded and well-networked left-wing organization group GBI Strategies was stalled by the FBI for three years. This This news answered the question about the 2020 election that we all knew for so long. But in the newly released port, Report, we learned that the Muskegon police did go door to door to confirm that the GBI strategy voter registration forms were fraudulent. And address after address, they confirmed the fake names were used to spoof registrations. The police checked all available databases and the GBI submitted forms kept coming up as fraudulent. Thousands after thousands after thousands of votes, folks. So, where are the arrests, Dana Nessel? Where are the arrests? By the state police. Where are the arrests? Why is it? Well, we know why. But for crying out loud, just like every other state, we've got the smoking gun. And Donald Trump is the one going to court. Donald Trump is the one being indicted. Look, the more you indict, the more we unite, period. So go ahead, keep having your, keep having your slumber party. The more you indict, the more you, we unite. And we're going to take that to the bank and we're going to stomp the political teeth out of each one of your mouths on our way to victory. And of course, that's a metaphor for all the FBI scumbag little overlords listening in uh, uh, taxpayer funded uh, suites on the top of some high rise in the middle of the city somewhere. Like I said yesterday, take two of these and call me in the morning. Michigan is going to indict Trump next. Can already see it happening. I believe it's going to be Michigan or Arizona. I believe you're right. It's going to be Michigan or Arizona. Probably uh, Arizona first and then Michigan. As we continue to expose the election fraud in Michigan, they'll have no choice but to indict him there. But again, the more you unite, uh, indict, the more we unite. All right. By now, it's kind of late in the day. I'm sure all of you have seen the video going around the internet about this young little boy, uh, Jaden, I believe his name is, uh, who's getting kicked out of school, kicked out of class, excuse me, uh, because he was wearing a backpack uh, with Don't Tread on Me and Revolutionary War stickers on, and patches on his backpack. And uh, if you have not seen this video, I'm going to show it. I know most of you have seen it, so, you know, if you've seen it, just stay, just stay with us. I'm going uh, to remove the banner so you can watch it in its entirety. But the... The teacher had the parents come in, and the parents recorded everything. Uh, Kevin Smith showed it on Loud Majority earlier today. And um, wait till you see not only the video, but what happened after, after the meeting was recorded with the teacher. Check this out. They do not want the flag. We do not want the flag displayed. Mm-hmm. Due to its origins with um, slavery and slave trade. That is what was, um, that's the reasoning behind them. No, the Gatsby flag. The don't tread on me. Okay. Which is the Gatsby flag. Okay. Um, okay, so he, he, um, he's, what's gonna happen if he doesn't take it off? He, I mean, he is able to go, I was actually just telling him like, 
I was set, upset that he was missing so much school. I'm like, ah, so I asked if can he just take his stuff out of his bag and go back to class? <laughs> like, I just want him to go back to class. The bag can't go back. It's got the patch on it because we can't have that in and around other kids. So that's what I was trying to, and then he said you were close. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with slavery. That's like the Revolutionary War patch that was okay. displayed when they were fighting the British. Like, that wasn't, that's the revolution. Maybe you're thinking of like the, um, the Confederate pet, our Confederate flag. <laughs> okay, I so okay. I am there, just here to enforce. You know, I am here to enforce the policy that was provided okay. by the district, okay. and definitely you have every right to not agree with it. I mean, because yeah, yeah, the ACLU says that he's allowed to wear that. If you like go on their website, it's like says in big so letters. I, yep. all, I, all I'm saying is that unless there's like a ban on patches, period, like you said, there's no patches allowed at the school. You cannot display what you think or anything like that, or what cheer or anything like that. Um, I, I don't. I think it's like one-sided, you know, because you allow some patches but not other, other patches. Other kids have patches like other names and like the American flag backpacks. Yeah, that was like flown during the revolution when. Um, yeah, I, I just don't understand that at all. So what I can do is, and if you, if you go onto the ACLU's website, yeah, let's let's talk to someone. I can, I can have you speak to. I can have you speak to our Jeff Yoakum okay. again, okay. Um, and then he can refer you to our person at the district. Okay. Um, because, like I said, we're following district policy. Okay. Is what we're doing. Okay. So. The last thing I want is him out of class. Yeah, like, I know that's he all should. Like, he the takes his classes seriously. Yes. He studies. He do, he wants to get straight A's. He did that. He made honorable when he was here before. Yep. He intends to do that again right now, but it's hard because he keeps missing class for this. So I understand that. Yeah, and, and I mean, we teach him to always stick up for your beliefs. And I mean, you're going over the revolution this for seventh grade. I mean, the founding fathers stood up for what they believed in against unjust laws. This is unjust. Okay, I, like I said, we are upholding a policy that was provided to us, which we have to uphold. Okay, can you show me where the policy? So there you go. This was a teacher who clearly knew nothing of American history. She's confusing the Revolutionary War with the Civil War. She has no idea that a child has freedom of speech. Nothing is vulgar on his bag. It's literally celebrating American history. And this woman is so triggered that she has to what? What? Try to kick him out of school? I just want him to learn. Then let the kid stay in school. So what happens next? Well, like any good parent, they leave the school. They go outside. They find the teacher's car that she drives. (laughs) Check it out. Everybody knows the kind of person that drives a car that looks like that when you're at a stoplight. The kind of person that drives a car that looks like that when you're at a stoplight is the kind of person that you just want to drive by and scream, Trump 2024, you brain dead pile of swamp donkey crap. Now, I want to, can we enlarge this? Let's enlarge this. And let's bring this down to focus. Oh, look at that. Make America green again. (gasps) 
Look at that. Look at all the bumper stickers, folks. And I want to uh, scroll, scroll to the right. Let's look at his backpack. Well, look at that. That looks pretty American to me. That doesn't look like anything's wrong with that, right? So again, once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's okay for this brain-dead liberal scumbag to come to school on school grounds. Oh, look, there's your license plate. Oops. Oops. By the way, I'm not telling anybody to do anything wrong (laughs) at all. But that kid can't have stickers on his backpack. She can have brain-dead liberal swamp donkey stickers all over the back of her hybrid Mitsubishi, but he can't have pro-American patches on his backpack. Oh, they did. I think that's why they took the picture, Eli. Apparently, the unconstitutional rules only apply to conservatives. Yeah, one of the stickers says, don't mess with trans kids. You mean the same trans kids that killed the Christian kids in the school? Those trans? The trans Tifa? The trans terrorists? Yeah, okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we go to our next quick break, you guys have to understand what's happening with, these bri- with this BRICS currency around the world. Okay? I know I'm going from local to geopolitical, but we've got to talk about this. The amount of countries that are signing up to partner with these BRICS countries. I don't know why mainstream media isn't sounding the alarm. What we have here is a catastrophic strategic effort by the major countries of this world, including our own officials right here. To destroy the U.S. dollar because the U.S. dollar is the only thing that gives us might. It's the only thing that backs our, it's the only thing that gives the United States any kind of breathing room is the U.S. dollar and how much it's worth. Now, as our dollar continued to drop, our military used to be able to back our dollar. But now Joe Biden's gutted the military and given everything to Ukraine. So now we have a depleted military just like we had under Obama. We have a dollar that our own resident is working with these other countries to destroy. And in the meantime, BRICS countries are uniting faster than you've ever even seen. And they all just met two weeks ago. And you know what they're doing? Do you know what they are doing? In order to make their currency worth more than the U.S. dollar, first of all, they're combining and uniting. What are they combining and uniting? A piece of paper that says BRICS on it? Nope. Gold. That was their entire meeting. Was a strategy to buy up the world's gold as much as they could so they could back bricks and destroy the U.S. dollar. So all I'm saying is, folks, do with that information as you will. Now, speaking of Ukraine, Does anybody know who this woman is right here? I'm going to show her to you on the screen. Perfect. All right. Does anybody know who this woman is right? Oh, that's the wrong one. There we go. Right here. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the president of Hungary, President Novak. 
She looks like a no-nonsense woman. Well, she sat down with Vladimir Zelensky, the fake acting gay president of Ukraine who said that I'm suspending elections unless U.S. pays for it. Then we'll have elections again. She sat down face-to-face with him and said, basically cut it out. Time to stop. Time to sit down with Putin and end this crap because you're basically bankrupting the world. Boy, I wish more other leaders would do that. Imagine Trump. Imagine Trump sitting down with Zelensky right now. Listen, you little twerp. You're not getting another dollar, okay? You're not getting another red cent. Not another one. You're a little tiny man. A rocket man I called uh, King Jong-un. I'll call you uh, a gay man. You're not getting another dollar. It's nice to see somebody step up. Novak told Zelensky she does not see a military solution that would ever lead to sustainable peace in Ukraine in the short or the long term. Therefore, she said, as she sat down with him, it is absolutely necessary for you to sit down at the negotiation table. She said, I expressed a very strong opinion to Zelensky, both publicly and privately. Novak said, adding that Hungary would join international efforts to find ways to resolve the conflict immediately because basically she has no faith in Zelensky to lead it any further. And I don't either. I never did. But there's the two of them right there. It seems that Kevin McCarthy has a lot of, uh, a lot of love for, for Zelensky. But isn't it nice that we see somebody stand up and say, okay, enough is enough. But that's not going to matter. I don't need more money. I don't need, and there's my, his little D voice like this. Trying to sound like Puss in Boots, the cat. That's what he tried. Right? Eli's got that deep, deep little gruffly voice, and he's like two foot four. And he's like, oh, I know you're giving me a lot of money. And I want to have a little bit more of your money. Yes, we're not going to have elections. We are broke. Oh, give me more money, money, money. I'll dance for you. Thong, where I'll dance. Oh, I'm sure he does, Eli. Eli said he, bet, he bets when he's not on TV, he sounds like a girl. <laughs> He probably sounds like this. Woo. Anyway, folks, like I said, you do with that information what you will when it comes to what they're doing with BRICS. But if world leaders are doing that in order to tank the dollar, that means they're strengthening their own wealth. They're strengthening their own currency. I think we should do the same. I think we should do the same. So how do you strengthen your currency? How do you strengthen what's left of your retirement before it goes over to Zelensky? Give me more of your currency. Give me more of your retirement. Give me more of your 401k. Well, you call goldco.com first at 855-559-3433. Or you just go to goldco.com and a little chat pops up on the right-hand side there. And you will chat with a real person who will then set up a phone call. And you'll have a nice phone call and you'll say, you know, this guy, Jeremy... He's always talking about how I should do this, and I haven't tried to do it yet. I haven't thought about doing it. I just didn't want to deal with it. But I'm sick and tired of seeing my money go away, so I better do something. What, do we, what can we do? And they'll tell you. Goldco.com slash live. That is goldco.com slash live. And if you're looking for another way to make sure that when all this continues to unravel over the next year and a half until we take back the White House and drain the swamp, which we will, Another thing you should probably have in your little repertoire of resources is the Tackrite Portable Solar Mini Charger. 
It's 50% off, you guys. These guys at TacRite, they're always putting out these awesome, this awesome quality of a, of a tool, and they're always doing 50% off or no shipping, no handling. And the reason why we always get them with another product that they have is because big box stores have eliminated them out of the rotation, just like they did Mike Lindell. I wonder why. Hmm. Probably because they're cutting into the profits of the big stores. Husqvarna and all these other chainsaw companies and the military-grade binocular stuff that cost thousands of dollars. Yeah, they don't want anybody else cutting into their profits. So if you're looking for a smaller solar portable charger and not the bigger ones like from ta- uh, Four Patriots, then just click the link in the, in the description of this video and get yourself a portable solar station today from TacRite. That's TacRiteLFATV.com. 50% off, baby. Got to get that. All right, we've got about six minutes left. I'm going to go right to this story. Folks, we got some serious, um, a serious leak that came out of the NYPD. Now, you know that they're trying to outlaw all guns in New York. And you know the Supreme Court shut them down on that, correct? Well, folks, this was leaked out of the NYPD. Pull this up on the screen. These are leaked documents. Basically ignoring Supreme Court, ignoring U.S. law, and saying that anyone carrying a firearm is presumed to be carrying it unlawfully until proven innocent. Key points. New York State restrictions on carrying concealed firearms. Breaking the Constitution, the law of the land. They don't care. Possessing a firearm in New York City requires a special license issued by the New York City Police Department. Eh, false. Carrying a firearm in New York City requires a concealed carry license issued by the New York City Police Department. Eh, false. Anyone carrying a firearm is presumed to be carrying unlawfully until proven otherwise. Eh, false. License holders are required to carry their license when carrying a firearm and must provide their license to law enforcement upon request. If you're presumed of committing a crime, otherwise you have no right to do that based on my Fourth Amendment right. I'd like to continue to keep going through these. You know, the amendment, the rights that we have that these idiots don't understand. Recent changes in the law do not impact, they say, the way officers conduct investigative encounters. Wow. Wow. So they're just going to ignore U.S. law and they're just going to arrest you until you can prove your innocence. Sounds like a Democrat-run country to me, doesn't it? Eli, what do you like about that? Guilty until proven innocent. I don't remember it being that way when I was a kid. I thought it was opposite. JLaw62 in the chat said, I'm having a rough day today. All you have to do when you're having a rough day, watch this. It's very simple. I know it's hard to do when you're having a rough day. But I've got the remedy. Ready? Just do this, J-Law, when you're having a rough day. Look up to God. Take a deep breath. Smile that you're not dead. Smile that you took that breath. And say, God, please give me peace and joy. But smile while you're doing it. The smile part is the key. And I think your day will start to turn around. It does for me anyway. It does for me. And we always want to be there for our people. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
I want to be offended. I want to be oppressed. I want to not know my gender. I want to weaponize my pronouns. Said no child ever to any of those things. But wait until you see this brilliant ad that I came across. Ready, Eli? This is great. When I grow up, I want to work for a woke company. Like, super woke. When I grow up, I want to be hired based on what I look like. I want to be judged by my political beliefs. I want to be a conformist. When I grow up, I want to be offended by my coworkers and walk around the office on eggshells. When I grow up, I want to weaponize my pronouns. What are pronouns? It's time to grow up and get back to work. Introducing the number one woke-free job board, redballoon.work. <laughs> you know, I, you gotta love, you gotta absolutely love when companies embrace political, you know, whatever it is that we're going through in this country and, uh, and do that. I mean, that was pretty incredible, right? That was pretty incredible. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for the last two minutes of the show, we got Will Johnson coming up. Will Johnson and Culture Wars. But for the last two minutes of the show, I want to lead us out with a prayer. I don't do that often, but I'd like to do that today. Because I think we need more prayer today than ever before. And the only way to make America great again is to make America godly again. So let's have a closing prayer. In Jesus' name, Father God in heaven, creator of all things, bringer of peace and joy, giver of mercy and grace, we thank you for getting through another episode today. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to even do this, to be able to connect with one another, to be able to share the truth. That right there should never be overlooked and is a great gift from you. Lord, we pray for the people in Georgia and Florida and the people that are going to be affected up the coast from this hurricane. We pray for safety. We pray for, pray for safe routes and time to get out and get free of the, of the storm and the debris. Lord, we ask that anybody watching and listening right now, and maybe even later on if they're not watching live, who's having a rough or a hard day like J-Law, that they just look to you and smile. Show those pearly whites. And if they don't have any pearly whites left, show those gums. Either way, smile from ear to ear because we know that you are great and we give you all the glory. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, folks, I want to thank you for the donations today. Again, the fight continues right here on LFA TV with Will Johnson and Culture Wars coming up next, followed by Based America with Drew Hernandez. You're not going to want to miss that. There are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you guys for joining in tonight. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your donations. Remember, $10 on the Overstock list, every item on JeremyHerald.com until everything is gone. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, more importantly, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out. I love you.